Hello and welcome to ApostolicSundaySchool.com. Today I'm doing another podcast, and this one is only the second one we've ever done, and it's going to be a bit of a monologue, and I apologize for that. Uh, but it's based on an article that we uh, wrote recently about early preparation. And I figured I could turn it into an audio recording as well for those that may not have the time to uh, read the article online. They can listen to it perhaps and maybe it'll, it'll help someone. If you've ever been in children's ministry for any length of time, you've no doubt heard that worn out and tired expression that we all get sick of, the don't wait until the last minute to prepare or don't wait to start your lesson until Saturday night. Now we've all heard it and they have become so familiar to us and passe that it's easy to ignore them and it's easy to let them kind of settle in somewhere to the back of our heads until it's just too late and then that motivation to prepare earlier is moved to next week and to next week and to next week and on and on and on. So we hear them so often because they're true and they're vital to success in the classroom. I heard a definition for the word tomorrow and it is a mystical land where 99% of all human productivity, motivation, and achievement are stored. And sadly that's pretty true. Well I was actually inspired to write this article because I found a statistic on the ApostolicSundaySchool.com website it's either new or so buried in there that I never found it before, but it jumped out at me pretty strongly because it's a statistic on when the Sunday School website has the most traffic or what is the most popular day and time for its visitors. And of course, this is a reminder, this is a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday school website. The most popular day and time of Apostolic Sunday School website, and this is not a joke, is Saturday at 8 p.m. Really, I'm not lying. Saturday at 8 p.m. And what that means, of course, is that people are waiting to prepare for their Sunday school lessons, and now they're in a panic, and now they go to a Sunday school website to try to bail them out. And I think you've all been there, so I'm not saying if you've done this that you're an evil, bad person and should, should uh, get out of Sunday school. Of course not. We've all been there. But but Saturday at 8 p.m. That's that's pretty pretty telling. I know life's crazy. Some weeks are better than others. We've all had those weeks that you, no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to set the time aside to get ready for Sunday. But for some people that isn't a crazy week. That's normal. That's just a way of life and that's when it's really really not good. Solid preparation always leads to a better classroom experience and results in fewer discipline problems because kids that are interested do not typically act up in your class. Kids that are interested in what you're doing and what you're saying are the ones that are not throwing erasers and bouncing them off their friends' heads. They're not pulling the chairs out from under their buddies next to them because they're engrossed in what you're doing and they're interested in what you're doing because you're doing it well and because you put in the preparation to make it very uh, riveting. So um, I, I also believe, and I could be wrong here, but I've just seen it too many times to know that it's a coincidence, uh, but I believe that solid preparation receives a blessing from God 
and even if your presentation itself if maybe the way you deliver the lesson isn't the best that God still gives you some some help here's an example I, I've been in a rush and due to how late it is you know something goofy happened instead of coming up with something new or putting the time into prep I'll pull something out of the cabinet that I already had the materials on hand for didn't prepare just walked into class now I know the kids hadn't seen it and I know it's a pretty cool lesson but I didn't prepare I just kinda of pulled it out hoping for the best and everything went wrong everything that could go wrong went wrong even if the lesson itself was kinda of cool that's the day that all the goofy stuff happened. Kids weren't paying attention. I stumbled, stuttered, messed up the lesson. It was just a bad day. Otherwise, I've had a long time uh, of preparation put into a lesson, and I may not have done a great job in the actual teaching of it, but the kids really paid attention. And that day was a great day, and everything seemed to go well. And I, I can't explain it except to say that I believe God blesses you taking the time to prepare. So, uh, when should you begin preparing for your lesson? This is probably going to cause some controversy, but my answer is Sunday afternoon, right after you taught your last lesson. Now, I'm not telling you here that you need to go home and start a grueling study session for the upcoming week, but there are at least two things that you need to do as soon as you can following your more most recent lesson. Number one, every Sunday school afternoon you should take the time to evaluate your most recent performance. What did I do well today? Give yourself some kudos. When, when you did something well, pat yourself on the back, write it down, and make sure that you're going to try to repeat that in the future. Perhaps you did a good job in your object lesson. Maybe you had a good visual. You ordered what you needed plenty of time you practiced at home and it went off without a hitch I did a good job what can I improve on next week that's the next question now, this one isn't as quite uh, isn't quite as pleasant to answer but you're going to take the same look at your performance and was there anything I could have done better don't beat yourself up you're not looking to discourage yourself but be honest maybe you were nervous in your delivery and could have done a few more rehearsals at home Maybe you didn't show up early enough to have everything set up just the way it needed to be. Who knows? Whatever it is, what can I do better next week? And then do it next week. What should I start doing? Is there anything that you didn't do that you know you probably should have done? Perhaps have a time to get serious and allow the kids to pray? Or did you just have fun the whole time and never give them a chance to put into practice the things you've been driving into them? What should I stop doing? That's the next question. What did I do that I shouldn't have? Did I get frustrated and snap at someone? Did I ramble on without visuals for 15 minutes straight on the book of Revelations while the kids zoned out? I hope not. But if you did, at least identify it and try not to do it again. The next one you should do every week Sunday afternoon is find out what the topic is for the next week and do a quick read through of the curriculum should it be available. If not, at least sit and think for a minute about the topic. Say it's honesty. This will begin to open up your mind for different ways that you can go about teaching this lesson when it does come up. Again, you're not studying on what you're going to teach. You're just reading through on what the topic is and acquainting yourself with what's coming up. And the reason is everything that happens to you for that next week will make you think, hey, 
that's a great way to teach my lesson. Brother James Wang from nextlevelkidmen.com. If you haven't been there, pause this. Go to nextlevelkidmen.com. they got a lot of great resources. But he gave a great illustration on early preparation. He likened it to the red car effect. The red car effect says that whatever you're currently involved in, you start seeing everywhere. If you're looking at buying a red car, all of a sudden, there are red cars everywhere. Your, your entire city is infested with red cars. Where did they come from and where were they last week when I wasn't looking for them? That's the same way that uh, becoming familiar with your lesson works. When you know what the topic is, you're going to start seeing different things that play on that topic in every scripture you read, in every uh, scenario that you're in during the week. If, if it's honesty, you'll see ways to teach it everywhere you go. Every conversation you have is going to teach you something about it. By the end of the week, you're going to have more material than you know what to, to do with. And that is the best problem a teacher can have. Prior prep is also going to help you with that wow factor. The wow factor. The wow, wow factor. With the ones that those kids, they walk away and say, Mom and Dad, you've got to see what my crazy teacher did today. That is the wow factor. The one that the kids still talk about 10 years later when they came up and say, I remember your class when you, whatever it is, you know, set that child on fire. Not really. Don't do that. that I shouldn't have even said that, but I did. Anyway, don't, don't set children on fire. Uh, but it'll help with that wow factor, that walk-off home run, that out-of-the-parks grand slam. But these don't happen by accident. They happen by preparing ahead of time. A wow Sunday requires more prep than even one week is going to allow. And this is why you should look further ahead than a week if you can and be aware of the entire next month or two of lesson topics or curriculum just so you know what's upcoming so you can start preparing for maybe that one big wow lesson at the end of the month. Maybe you're going over a science experiment website or a fun Sunday school site like uh, Apostolic Sunday School. <clears throat> you know, one of those. And you see a lesson that you just have to do. One of those that you look at and think, that would be so cool if I could do that in my church. And you can, but you have to start now. You have to order everything ahead of time. You can't wait. You've got to order it ahead. Give yourself plenty of time to put it together, to build that nutty device, to test it out, to make sure you have your entire routine down. Now, I've been guilty of this. You can build this amazing thing and have this awesome experiment, but you never even went through your spiel, your uh, the verbal part of it. So you have the experiment down, but then you fumble all over your words and kind of trip and kind of make a hash of that. So you want to be careful that you practice it all and get it all smooth. Get it down, get it down, get it down. So, obviously, these wow lessons, they take discipline, responsibility, and a passion to be the best, and they take a while. So, start now. If you have a deadline that you want on one month out, get the stuff ordered and start doing it now. Try to be try to be done ahead. Now, one thing I haven't hit on yet is spiritual preparation as well, and this cannot be overemphasized. A great, ha a great class happens when spiritual and physical preparation meet. Prayer for the lesson, prayer for every single kid that's going to be coming into that class, whether they're on the bus, whether they're a church kid, for visitors, everything. It's absolutely essential. 
it makes a huge difference from your class being entertaining to it being impacting. The greatest teachers are not necessarily the ones that are the best speakers or the best clowns or scientists or magicians, but they are those who care the most and show their care through prayer and love to their children. I, there's there's no way to to uh, overemphasize that a good teacher is going to spiritually prepare more than they do physical preparation. But that's not your out. That's not your your uh, your easy your easy dodge when whenever you don't prepare you you can say you've been spiritually preparing instead. You have to do both. You have to spiritually and physically prepare. Now, an entire article can be written and probably will be on the spiritual preparation part, but let's just put this all in a nutshell. You must prepare to have a great class. If you prepare consistently Saturday night at 8 p.m., you're going to have a problem. You're going to have a class that nobody wants to be in, including yourself, because it's just not fun. Greatness in children's ministry is not achieved during class time but rather in the hours of preparation each week. So let's prepare early, let's make our classes awesome, and let's do something great for God.